talking about podcast. Talking about hitting the podcast. Yes. A podcast. Very many Monday chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Jordan. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. Hold on. I'm just I'm, kidding. I'm Doge. What's your name again? Oh, oh Doge. Yeah. People already have a hard enough time. I'm Jordan <laughs> on the ones, the twos, the threes, the fours. Jordan's out here fives? on the ones, the twos, the threes. Um, Sixes, I, I'm, perhaps? I'm, I'm not here, I'm not here four like, plus. I don't think this podcast would ever take advantage of like current events that don't have too much to do with TV and film for the sake of people listening and tuning in. But there's a certain individual that's been in movies and even a movie that we've reviewed that had made big, big news because of her concert. Can we Santa talk a Claus. little bit about Santa Claus? Uh, Taylor Swift, we reviewed a movie that she was in that was over on our Patreon, Cats. Oh my God, Cats. She's in Cats. I forgot she yeah, was she's in Cats. she's in Cats, if you remember. <laughs> and I forgot that we um, watched it. Chelsea and I, I got tickets. Whoa. Believe it or not. So nice. Whoa. One of, the few, one of the few on the manifest. That's impressive. I probably, if I were you, would have saved that so you could be the hunk tomorrow. But now that you've played that card. No, it's fine. Too late. Too late. It's fine. I just wanted to talk a little bit about it. It was absolutely crazy. I believe it. It makes it. It makes me so glad that the movie <clears throat> ticket buying process isn't like that sure. at all. I mean, I got a Granted. PlayStation Five the night they came out, so I I've been yeah, through I've that been particular that. crucible. <clears throat> what's the What's the deal with her concert? What's the situation? I don't. Did I you, don't guess I knew. You hadn't heard about it, so I don't guess so. There you was know Taylor Swift, uh, right? She had a verified like presale, which a lot sure. of. Artists will do this. Sure. And you can even boost it. We didn't do that, but you can boost it by buying merch. I mean, it, obviously. Boo. It's all part oh, of the that's big, predatory and gross. Big yep. cog and wheel or whatever. But Ticketmasters. If you buy a t-shirt, um, you, can come, you can come probably to the show. SeatGeek is actually in control of the AT&T Stadium tickets. So AT&T Stadium doesn't work with Ticketmaster, which that's Ticketmaster good. in itself is a legitimate monopoly. Like it bought Live Nation. Yeah. And so it's in complete control of this whole process. So you get your verified... You know, they expected maybe three million people to be sure. ready to buy tickets. There were fourteen million, and things crashed. They said that if everyone who had wanted to buy tickets could, Taylor would have filled nine hundred stadiums. So, anyways, there's a queue, and you're in that queue for what felt an infinite amount of time. I was in the queue for five hours, and just kind of watching this bar, not sitting there watching it the whole time. It's like it existed in my life in a really conscious way. Yeah, but I was trying to like continue with my life. So I came sure. to the point to where I was like, I'm just going to shower because I just need to shower. I've been wanting to shower four hours ago. Yeah. And so I put it up on a ledge <clears throat> in our bathroom and I look through the door and I was like, are you, are you expletive kidding me? Sure. I'm in now. And so I get out. Naked. Soaking wet. Conditioner in my hair. Yeah. Get tickets. It's in the upper bowl. We went from being like, man, bummed we couldn't get as close as we wanted to, to like, I can't believe we got here. I can't believe we're we in the door. Right? On like the Today yeah. Show the next morning. It was like, Ukraine accidentally bombs, bombs Poland. <laughs> Taylor Swift crashes Ticketmaster. And you're like, oh <laughs> right. my God, it's, it's up there. Absolutely crazy. And then there was a Capital One pre-sale that happened after that. And if you had a Capital One card, then you could get into that pre-sale. Well, that lasted 50 minutes and then shut down. Then the general wow. public sale was yesterday. And then Ticketmaster just straight up canceled it. They're like, hey, there's not enough tickets left. So. Jeez. <clears throat> People are quite upset about it. And I think, I think by the she's time she's probably going to have a good career in front of her. I think she's on Monday. I think she's going to be okay. I think yeah. she's going to recover from fine. this. So she's, she made a ton of money. 
you know, she made more money on a Tuesday than dude. Good for her, man. She needs. And we some. will for a long time. But I've been, um, I've been feeling like she's running out of money. I'm glad she has some. Yeah, that's awesome. On the subject of making money, <clears throat> our movie that we re- uh, reviewed last week, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, is uh, in a week's time has made four hundred million dollars, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's quite a bit of dollars. That's quite a bit of dollars. Here's the thing, though. It's currently 11th on the year worldwide for highest grossing. Now, granted, there's a chance that it could get all the way up there to maybe number one. There's someone up there who's was incredibly competitive this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very I don't easily think number be two top or number gun. three, a top three. So here's what I wanted to do with these 10, and it might be the easiest rank you very much we've ever done. Cool. But can you tell me the top 10 highest grossing films <clears throat> of 2022 as, it's, as we sit here today? Yeah, yeah, probably. A little bit of rank you very much. I think I can. Who wants to go first? I do. Doge. Top Gun Maverick. Bing Bing, number one. Yeah, Everybody knows one. that. 1.4 billion? That's a B. That's Almost 1.5 billion. And it's at the Ooh, front. Yeah, okay. the, word's not, the word's not like milliub or something. It's a billion. No, not yeah, million. It's, it's the front. front of it, yeah. Miblion. A lot of people miss that part. It's 1.4 billion. M- m- billion dollars. 1.4 million dollars. Um, I have to imagine that Love and Thunder is in that top 10. So I'm going to go with Thor Love and Thunder. Bing, 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 bing. Number six. Sure. 760 million. Sure. Doge. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <gasps> bing, 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 bing. Number three. 955 mm. million. <clears throat> Let's get weird. Let's get real weird. Let's say, I'm going to go with Nope. Let's see how Nope did. Yeah. How'd you do Nope? Bong Bong, it was mm-hmm. number 22. Yeah. That's actually not surprising to me. I, f- I think that a lot of times, like the, the horror-ish movies that do really well tend to be the real Halloween-y type franchise. Yeah. 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 Uh, how about Black Adam? Yeah, gotta be. Or maybe it's too recent. That's what I'm wondering. Bong Bong, number okay. 12. With all the time that it's been out, it is currently behind mm. Wakanda Forever. I think it will be, though. Million. By the end of the year, it will be in those, that top 10. I think I just caught it too early. Probably. Probably. It's a Dwayne, it's a Dwayne project, so yep. I have to imagine that it will get there. I'm finding myself forgetting every movie that came out this <laughs> isn't year. That funny? Isn't that funny it's how a- that works? <clears throat> I'm finding myself forgetting which movies even existed this year, unfortunately. How did uh, how did Bullet Train do? I don't remember. It was the highest grossing in August, the month it came out. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bullet Train. That feels good to me. Bong Bong number fifteen. You're close. Okay. Bullet right, Train two hundred and forty million. Yeah, for, I've forgotten every movie, every single one that came out. This um, year. how about The Batted Man? Yeah, it did come out this year. That's definitely there. Bing, 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 number five. The yeah. Batman made $770 million. The Bateman. Um, Patrick or Jason. I'm also having a hard time remembering what went straight to streaming and what went to theaters. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're a strike away from losing this thing. No, it's happening. I'm going to lose it. So <laughs> we, I actually, you know what's funny? Didn't even need that reminder. <laughs> you currently have everyone. We've got number one, number three. Number five, number six, that's it. What number two have I forgotten? What pick I think I know it. Two? 
See, hey, well, everything I'll, everywhere I'll I don't think did that well in the theaters, even though it's the best movie that came out this year and deserves best picture and most number of 31. the other Oscars. But number let me, 31. Let me think. Just let me think. Jeez. I genuinely can't remember a single movie that I've even watched this year. <laughs> Much less that came out this year. Probably watched one yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to guess that's not there. Well, I'm just trying to help you jog my memory. I appreciate Know it. that you've watched, you know, what you've watched. I do appreciate it. Oh, wait. Would it count like the No Way Home re-release? I, th- I think it would, but that's not. Okay. I didn't know how much that Yeah, that didn't really do much dollars. Uh, Shrek 2. Lock it in. Oh, yeah, that re-release. Mm-hmm. Bong Bong. Ah, oh, so they close. Because well, they always. did it live action. And people were the like, why'd you do a live action yeah. Shrek? Yeah. yeah. Weird decision. Doge, you have one strike. Let's see how many of these you can get before you strike out. <laughs> Here's a, hey, I have a better, I have a better prompt for Doge. Hmm. Remember one movie that yeah. came out this well, year. Well, here's the funny thing about that prompt and Carter's prompt is they're about they to have the same, the same answer. They are the same. <laughs> oh, man. Time is weird now. Uh, don't worry, darling. Nice. Yeah, that's the right answer. Bong bong. Whoa. But Harold's in it. It's 37th. It didn't even make 100 million. 86. Good. I'm million. glad. It deserves to be 50th. <clears throat> one more guess, my friend. Like, I think you have to get one more to win or y'all hey, tie. I talked to a beloved a friend. I talked to a beloved friend of mine about Don't Worry, Darling. And she was like, why didn't you like it? I loved it. And I was like, interesting. I just thought it was bad. Like, what did, what did you love about it? And her answer was, and this is, a very, this, is a, this is a person I respect very much. She said to me, Florence Pugh is gorgeous. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, here's the deal. You could mm-hmm. go. You could do Google Images and just yeah, Google you Image just put Florence your phone Pugh background if you and want not have to, to go you see. Don't, don't worry, darling. You didn't like Google. I loved Google. <laughs> Google search. So amazing. Incredible. Um, Florence Pugh is gorgeous. Yeah. So it's Doge? underrated. Just one more. And if, I know. If she's I know. Listening right I know. now. I know you said other things. I'm just making fun of you. <laughs> I know. I have one, one more. more. Yes. I know. Stop telling me that. I'm trying to think of. The only two movies, I, I can think of three more movies that came out this year. Are you ready to hear what they are? It is The Northman, it is The Woman King, and it is DC League of Super Pets. And I don't know which of those three I think is in the top 10 of the year. I can tell you which one I think isn't. Which one do you think isn't? I think there's no way The Northman cracks the top 10. I don't think the other two do either, but I think there's no chance The Northman cracks top 10. DC League of Super Pets. <clears throat> That's probably the safest guess. Bong bong, it was, but it was number 20. Do we want to keep going or would this last forever? This would just last, say y'all this tied? actually wouldn't end. This would be a hell that would uh, be give so us, okay. give us We can cut out all the dead air. Give us like a minute of think time here to think of each, think of one more movie that came out this year. Okay. I mean, you can keep going. It's kind of a sudden death situation here. Yeah. You it's both like whoever gets strikes, the next one right. Three strikes and you've guessed two correct. Have I guessed two correct? I think so. I don't think I did. I thought I got three. Oh, Doge, Doge one then. But we'll keep going. Top Gun, Batman, and Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, all I got was... <laughs> uh, I don't even remember that. I don't even remember which one I got. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just tell us the list, man. Yeah. Number one, Top Gun Maverick, $1.4 sure. uh-huh. billion. <laughs> Number two, Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, I, dude, oh, yeah. I honestly don't I even forgot. register that those come out. I forgot $1 billion. That, to me, Number that's three. like when McDonald's is like, the McRib is back, and I'm like... <clears throat> it was gone? Yeah. I guess, I don't know. 
Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness was number three. Uh, $940 million was made by our number four entry, Minions, The Rise of Gru. Honestly, I knew there was going to be an animated one, but I couldn't think of any animated I, dude, movies I was came like, out this year. what kid movie came out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman was five. Thor, Love and Thunder was six. Number seven was Watergate Bridge. <laughs> that was one that... Uh, had come up in like box office ball, but this was an international film that did obviously very well. Number eight was Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore. So many movies that I don't give I a hoot about. I can't believe Fantastic Beasts is in the top 10. I thought that movie was not profitable. <laughs> Number I nine. It cost that much. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, nice. That was this year? That was this year. Wow. You ready for one that's going to blow your mind that yeah. was this yes. year? Yes. Yeah. Number 10, Uncharted. Dude, I genuinely Whoa. was like, did Uncharted come out this year? No way it came out this year. Whoa. That's it certainly funny. did. It certainly did. What also came out this year are these next ads. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome back, my friends. I feel my welcome. Chunkies. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, the movie that we're reviewing tomorrow is called The Menu. Yeah. Mm. And uh, as is the case... In the culinary world, there are critics. There's lots of them. Uh, and so I wanted to play a game that we've played before, which I have forgotten its name. Cranky uh, Critic, in which, in which, no, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. I, think I read different. a review that was the opposite oh, opinion yeah. as to what the actual... Wasn't it a play on Amazon's reviews, like five stars or one star or something like... I don't I'm know. I'm not sure. I used Flickster for this. And you just have to guess the movie based off of someone who had a bit of an outlier opinion mm. hey, for certain movies. You know what sense? we should call this? You use it. You use Flickster, right? Yeah. I don't know if this game has a name. If it doesn't, may I humbly submit for your consideration that we call this Flexter because these people are all just trying to flex on a movie that everybody felt a certain way about and be like, actually, I feel this way. I, I like Flexter. Flexter doesn't hurt my feelings. Cool. Yeah. Let's do Flexter. I like that a lot. We're going to play Flexter. With a few films here, I don't want to give you a theme yeah. because I don't want to just give away. I don't want right. to make it too easy for you. But again, I will read something that was against the consensus for this movie. So if you hear something that sounds rotten, then you have to think to yourself, okay, the movie that we're trying to guess was ultimately considered a fresh movie by Rotten Tomatoes. Make sense? Yep. Our first review comes from Chris Stuckman. Chris. Hey. Who of this film says- I really like Chris Stuckman, actually. Chris Stuckman of ChrisStuckman.com. Wonder how he was able to get that URL. Good, mm -hmm. good on you. That rare family-themed Christmas movie that isn't really aimed at kids. It's actually aimed at adults. It's a family Christmas movie that's completely honest about what family Christmases tend to be like! Exclamation point. So that's I already a, have my answer. Are, are we do doing we, this together? I don't remember. I was about to ask: Do we compete or do we work together? What do you think we should do here for Flexter? I'd like to work Is together it a competition? on this one. Okay. We're I think we've worked together. together on it in the past. Fine. I'm pretty certain that this is Christmas with the Cranks. I was going to say the same thing, actually. No way! Yeah, I think right, it's I'm clever on the Because it's a positive review, it's, it's got to be of a stinker. I yeah. bet it's Christmas with the Cranks. Let's do Christmas with the Cranks. You locking it in? Yeah, let's yeah. lock it in. Yeah, yeah. 
Bong Bong. Oh. Is it happiest season? Bong Bong. Let me give you no, the that got consensus. Reviews, I think. Did it? I think so. On this rotten film. Arnold Schwarzenegger tries his best, but Jingle All the Way <laughs> oh, no. suffers from an uneven tone shifting wildly from a would-be satire on materialism to an antic slapstick yuck Hey, fest. Chris is right here. Boo. Chris is right, though. 19%. 19%. No. Honestly, flip those numbers around. Give me 91% on, on Jingle All the Way. Are you kidding me? Tomatoes. Jamie. Turbo Man on they butts. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you ready for the next? I'm sorry Turbo for that. <laughs> Jamie, it's me. <laughs> it's your father. <laughs> uh, I will be bleep. What what fun bleep word could I do instead of actually saying the title of this film? Boink. Perfect. Flexter's got boinks. Boink may very well be the most unique film of the year. Certainly released by a major studio, and you'll love it and hate it, but you sure won't forget it. Can we know what year? Is that okay? Uh, like, is this a new release movie? Just tell us that. It doesn't have to. Be, we don't have to know the year. Just is it new release? What What would you define as new release? Uh, within the last, last year, within twenty twenty two, dude. That's I think right. it's Jupiter Ascending. I feel like that's such a vague. Like that sentence could apply to anything. I know. That's why I'm trying to apply some real world Carter to this, and I think it's Jupiter Ascending. Okay. Wait, sorry. This is a positive review? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Jupiter or something. Here's the thing. <clears throat> Apply, metagaming it a little bit. Sure. I know that Jingle All the Way is one of the first, is the first movie of our Christmas series coming up. Okay. Okay. So would this be the second movie of our series coming up, Die Hard 2? I think Die Hard 2 has probably generally positive reviews though. Yeah. Not as positive as one, but I bet generally positive. It's a decent sequel. I'm good to go with Jupiter Ascending. I'm, I'm I just good can't to, tell what tell what his theme is because I know for sure it's not Kiss Kiss Bang Bang because that movie has positive reviews. Yeah, would Violent Night reviews be out yet? No, and I bet that movie's going to get great reviews because it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's just Christmas Bullet Train basically. Yeah, it's the team that made John Wick. Yeah. Um, we'll go Jupiter I'll Ascending. Follow I feel, I'll follow I feel good about he might be doing all Christmas stuff. He said he didn't want to give us a theme because right. it might ruin it. So I bet it's a Christmas movie. So in terms of certainly unique major pictures. Major motion picture studios, certainly unique. I mean, Polar Express comes to mind there, where it's just like, I what is that this? movie? The music is a all-timer. The yeah, movie music itself is fantastic. Is really Everything bad. else is awful. Alan Silvestri's work on Polar Express is like I'm actually best. happy to say Polar Express, but this feels a little more blockbustery to me, but I'm, I'm happy to go with Polar Express. Ooh, Ooh, but it Polar could also Express? be like the Santa Claus 3. Hmm. It could be a lot of things. That's the thing. Is yeah, this, the sentence tough. was basically like, this vague. is definitely a movie. I was like, well, there's <clears> been a couple of those. <laughs> I'm following your lead here. Uh, that's the way we do it on the Polar Express. Lock it in. All right, lock it in. Despite its formidable cast, this cat's adaptation is a clawful ah. mistake that will leave most viewers begging to be put out of their misery. Nice. Oof. 19%. Oof. The same review. Wait. It got the same review. That was a negative review for a negative movie. That was a positive review for a negative movie. That yeah. was positive. It was you positive said it, it said it was a clawful mistake. No, no, no. I give you the consensus to reveal what the actual consensus was. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I started with the bad or with the good. Gotcha. And then I give you what it actually said. It was <clears> a clawful <throat> mistake, but in like a good way. They had to be put out of their misery because they were having too much fun with cats. Yeah. 
Okay, so there's no theme because now he's just looking for a movie. <laughs> no, there's themes. You'll know the theme at the end. <laughs> it's the That's theme that, that they all got works. 19%. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the theme now. It's all holiday releases. These were all released the week of Christmas. Ah. Chill, dog. You didn't have to get so offended. Everybody gets here. so offended now. You can't even tell jokes anymore. I miss the old <laughs> days when you could make fun of people in marginalized communities. Say uh, whatever you want about people who've had a rougher go than you and people laughed and thought it was cool and funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I punch down anymore? <laughs> I'll give you a couple here because this is interesting. Uh, I'll also boink out like any names of like people involved. Yeah. Boink is an old time movie craftsman, the master of every trick in the bag. And in, in many ways, he is more at home with the medium than any other Hollywood director. But all of his details give the impression of contrived effect. These are rotten reviews here, by the way. A rotten review for something that was released around the holidays with a generally positive reception. <laughs> and then they will end with, well, it's all very vague. It suits a lot of people, but I find it hypocritical and false. <laughs> I think this is The Irishman. So I think it might be either The Irishman or The Hateful Eight, which did come out, I believe, on Christmas Day. And just yeah. talking about all the details and that he's a master of his craft, I feel like it's probably... Somebody like a Scorsese, a Tarantino, something like See, that. See, the reason that I think it's The Irishman is because there's the line that says it's hypocritical. And Scorsese's whole thing is like, movies yeah. aren't movies anymore because they're all computers now. But like everybody's de-aged for that movie. Yeah, it's a good point. I have too. one more review for you, please. Okay. That I think may help you. One problem with the film is that it's only in the acquisition of money and the community subjugating their own savings and needs for Boink that his rebirth can be complete. What? One problem with the film is that it's only in the acquisition of money and the community subjugating their own savings and needs for Boink that his rebirth can be complete. So I think Boink is a character name. Yeah. His rebirth. He needs their money. Either I don't remember something about the Irishman or it's not the Irishman. <laughs> it's definitely not Hateful Eight. No. What? What? Movie made would this probably be, by a prominent director. Would this be Silver Linings Playbook? Prominent well, director. Everybody has to bend over backwards to help Bradley Cooper have a good life again. Do they give him money though, specifically? For his rebirth? I could also give you the actual positive consensus and boink in that. Yeah. You feel it sure, yeah. I'm yeah. lost here. Yeah. The holiday classic to define all holiday classics. Oh, I got Boink. it. I got it. I already got Boink it. Boink is one of a handful of films worth an annual viewing. It's It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. Yeah. It's It's a yeah. Wonderful Life. Lock it it is. What do you want me to do? Lock it in? <laughs> the uh, last one, Robert. Bring we can't do this. We can't do it again. It's <laughs> <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. You are correct. It was certified fresh at 93%. That's hey, incorrect. I don't hey, guess hate what? that movie, but it's not An audience good. score of 95%. I will never, ever get tired of telling people the only reason anybody likes that movie is because it was the first movie with distribution rights to be cleared for streaming on cable. Streaming? A, what are you? For, for airing on cable. And they played it around the clock at Christmas times. So people were like, this must be a great movie. When it was originally released... Nobody liked it because guess what? It's kind of bad. Amazing. I don't hate it. I think it's bad. It's a bad movie. People only like it because it was on all the time. I think it's the same reason people, air quotes, like the Hugh Jackman Les Mis 
Because they like Les Mis, and so, oh, it's a movie of the thing I like. No, it's good. It's not. You stop. You don't have to go in and just start shooting up everything. <laughs> it's the same reason people like, Carter, what's your favorite thing again? Just Evan? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing? It's the same thing? reason people like Fifth Element and like uh, Silence of the Lambs. Laughing. And like villains It's the same reason movies. people like laughing, because it's just in front of their face all the time, and they're always just like, oh, I guess I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> what did you not like about... I swear by the stars. <laughs> One more day for evolution. <laughs> I'm zombie. You're more me, more me. The trick is you have to sing. The Russell Crowe thing is you have to sing. It's not just through your nose. It's with your tongue completely blocking the back of your mouth. Yeah. Don't know how you Oh, that's fun. Oh, that's great. To and end. by that I mean it's not great and nobody likes it. If you like it, you're wrong. It's really good. Is it New Girl where Nick is like, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like Jean Valjean and Jean Javon. Like he just <laughs> doesn't even say the names. <laughs> yeah. Javert. Uh, to end today's episode, as we look at the Thanksgiving menu coming up, mm. I want you to give me a perennial side dish yeah. and tell me, which movie star does it represent best? Ooh. 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 I'm Carter. Corona Vin Diesel. I'm kidding. Yeah. You can grab anything you like from the cooler. As long as it's my green bean casserole that I brought. Dude, I got my answer, anything and I've never felt like an answer want. is more right than this, actually. Oh, no. What if I take it from you? You won't. Hey, are we all going to say green bean casserole, by the way? No. no. Okay. But I can crack my top five. It's not even a matter. You didn't have to get in here and offend me. I'm just not going to go for which it, one's the is best. What I'm, saying. I'm going for my number one. Green bean casserole doesn't crack your top five? Mm-mm. Are you kidding me? It's my number one. Okay. Number uh, one notice that I didn't say it doesn't crack <clears throat> your top five. <laughs> just said mine. So what? Hang on. Walk me through it. I know we did it on Discord, but walk me through it. What do you like more than green bean casserole? Can we give our answers first so I don't give away what my, I'm going to say yeah. for this? Because yeah. I just told you I'm going with my number one. Dang, dude. He's making sure you were listening. Hey, start at though. the bottom. Start at five. Go five, four, three, two. And then I'm Jordan. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm Carter. Chill, and I am going to say green bean casserole. And I'm almost, I'm almost to... I've got a few people in mind here. And I want to make sure that I land this well. Because I have the metaphor. Shh, shh, shh. Dang it, dude. It's so close. Oh, no. Okay. I'm Carter. Green bean casserole. Jared Leto. Let me explain. Hmm. Favorite dish. Favorite actor. I get it. You don't have to go any further. It feels like green bean casserole is made wrong more often than it's made right. Interesting. Okay. But when yeah. it hits, you'll never forget it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You stick with that one. If there was a world where Jared Leto's career was only Dallas Buyers Club, He's a one-for-one Oscar winner. Yeah, He won an Academy Award. There was something in him that was good enough to receive the utmost praise. Yeah. There's really only ever one recipe for most people that love green green casserole that they'll do. Any variation off is one of the worst things they've ever had. Yep. Much like any other role Jared Leto will do, I'm kind of out. I'm interested. I'm going to try it because I know that I've had something that was amazing for me. Yeah. But- most often, any new iteration is boo-boo. Yeah. It's fair. Love it. I'm Doge, and Colin Firth is the turkey. 
And allow me to explain because sometimes he's the star of the show and the best thing on the table. And sometimes he's kind of there, but never, ever offensively like, I'm not going to eat this. But if this. you dump gravy on him, it's, he's always a good time. Right. <laughs> always a good time. I'm always going to have at least a little bit of turkey. Sometimes I'll have a lot of turkey and it'll be my favorite thing there. And sometimes sure. it's just fine. It's all right. But it's never offensively like, I'm not eating your sweet potatoes because they have marshmallows on them. Sure. Mm, mm, mm. I like that. Do you not do the deep, sweet potatoes with marshmallows? Deep fried turkey is Absolutely the one that not. I'm eating most of. So I, I just realized I'm actually doing my number two, not my number one, because I forgot I was a little cheeky fella for my number one, gave a, a cheater answer. But uh, so I'm doing, uh, I'm Jordan, uh, the sweet potato casserole, but with the crumblies, you know, sort of the salty yeah. sweet crumblies on yeah. top. We, we usually do yeah. either candy pecans or some sort of like, uh, mm. like, uh, Cornflake, salty, brown, yeah. sugary sort of a thing yep. on top. So good. Mm. So good. My favorite thing. Um, but I'm going to go with, this is a person that just screams holidays. And I think it's because she's in my number one or number two holiday movie. But uh, this dish is absolutely Diane Keaton. And here's why. <laughs> Traditional. <laughs> steeped in history. Rich. Backstory. Yeah. But those crumblies on top, they take a swing that you are not expecting. There's some talent, some spice. There's something there that there's something there that <laughs> takes us beyond yams. Yeah, I love that you included territory. I love that you included a nod to Diane Keaton's rich backstory. If you really yeah. dive into the lore to the Diane Keaton wiki, yeah, there's a really real meta narrative. <laughs> there's yeah. a real meta narrative to Diane. The Keaton world building is just know. second to none. Honestly. You've got to read the codexes that you find scattered throughout the open what world. It, have we just launched into the ether a movie that'll come out soon that has Jared Leto, Colin Firth, and Diane Keaton? What is that even about? I, hey, two-thirds honestly, hope so. if it's a Thanksgiving movie, absolutely. I two-thirds right? hope so. So here's what my top five. What if Jared Leto is their son, happy. who they're disappointed in because he's a bad actor? My honorable, <laughs> yeah. my honorable. Or Jared mention, Leto could just play like a fence post. He'd be down for that. Maybe he's the turkey. Maybe he plays the turkey. He, my mom would probably call him a turkey because that's the meanest nickname she ever gives people. Well, such a turkey. <laughs> Dang, turkey. So my honorable mention number six is just those yeasty dinner rolls that you yeah. can like scrape with the knife and you hear the crust yep. on top. Oh, so good, but they're so soft and so <laughs> He's so ready. Number, I, dude, I'm stoked out of my freaking gourd yeah. for those dinner rolls. Right people now. always are like, I can't wait to have leftovers and make uh, like Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. And I was like, it's not really a, is I, you're, I hope you're using dinner rolls. That's the though. only way. That's you the, the only way. way. Yeah. Don't use your regular bread. I saw a lot of people in our Discord. By the way, we're giving away some free Discord content here on accident, I guess. But I saw a lot of people in our Discord. Be thankful talking for it. About, it's Thanksgiving week. Talking about their love of Hawaiian rolls at Thanksgiving. And I can I can yeah. respect that. I love a good Hawaiian roll, but it's all yeah. about those crusty, doughy yeast rolls. For I'll me. co-sign that Hawaiian roll though. I love a good crescent also. Yeah. If you're going to hit me with a crescent mm -hmm. roll, I'm down. So my number five is, uh, this is just recent as of the last probably five years, but deviled eggs are now forever tied with Thanksgiving for Ooh. me. And I love it's deviled eggs. Yeah, that's uh, there's always going to be the, the deviled egg dish is so... Show offy, is it not? Yeah, and it's it like is. the one useless. that has all of its, it's little. It's useless. It's twelve outside of outside of only for deviled eggs yeah. too. Yeah, 12? yeah, and even then the amount you got to refill yeah. it every thirty seconds. If, if you're bringing, yeah, the refill is tough. Yeah. you've really committed if you've made those There's because places. It's, yeah. Isn't it um, funny how like if somebody was like, "Can I scramble you twelve eggs?" You'd be like, "Oh my god, I, no, that's too much." And it's like, "Would you like deviled eggs?" And you'll say, "Yes, I'll eat ten of them. Thank you." Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, so number four is my mom makes this fudge pie that's sort of like dense. It's not like a it's not like whipped chocolate. It's sort of like 
like a thick, dense with like a boy. chew to it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it Chocolate is yeah. two C's. Yeah. Whoo, boy. It'll take you there. Chocolate normally has two C's. That's true. It's chocolate or chocolate. Oh, chocolate. Three C's. Number three is just stuffing, but we use like an like a passed down through generations uh, recipe from my uncle that is like bonkers. And I actually think we do dressing. I don't think we cook it inside the turkey. Yeah. But I like both a lot. Both are good. Especially if it's celery forward, for whatever reason, yeah. that makes me really happy. That's a tough one to miss, to not do well. It's a safe you space gotta, of some of the you other things to do it work right. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two is that sweet potatoes with the crumblies. And then number one, I was a little cheeky fella. And I said, leftover sandwiches on dinner rolls are the whole reason I'm actually showing up to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I would rather Day eat two. a light lunch and come back around for a thick sandwich at dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Day two vibes. Love dinner vibes. I'll, I'll eat a leftover sandwich for brekkie on Black yeah. Friday. Yeah. It's, it's don't all, even stop me. It's all mixed together. I don't it's put, just a shepherd's I don't pie touch of a week. cranberry sauce until I'm making that sandwich. I don't yeah. want it on my mm-hmm. plate, but on a sandwich, yeah, I'm down. Well, a special, episode, a special extra Thanksgiving outro. Enjoy your meals. We could gobble. I'm going to okay. give your best gobble. We already... That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't... That was pretty good, too. You were all yeah. timid about it, and that was pretty good. No, no. <laughs> Turkeys aren't ever like, hey, what's up? I'm a turkey. Let me gobble my loudest, proudest gobble. I take a little bit of warming up. I think that's you exclusively know your turkeys. what they do. Jordan, well, are you going to oh, do I'm, it? I'm good. Did you do yours? Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.